0: Let's head over to the KRDO Newsline now. We are joined by UN correspondent Pamela Falk. We know that uh, there is going to be more ceasefire, at least for a few more days, in the ongoing uh, conflict between Israel and Hamas. And Pamela, how crucial is this this, as there's so much more stress from uh, the international community for hostages to be uh, released and humanitarian assistance be provided? Uh, it's very tense, Andrew. Um, good morning. It's uh, Part of the problem is this is a very fragile truce between Israel and Hamas. Um, overall, there have been 69 hostages that Hamas has, has released over the four days, and um, 11 people handed over just yesterday eight of them were children then the youngest you've seen the pair of twins only three years old but and Israel has held up its end of the bargain by releasing 150 Palestinian prisoners part of the problem Andrew is that Hamas now has to locate dozens of other hostages in order to extend the truce. they are extending it for two more days but beyond that Qatar, uh, the prime minister, who's who's the um, principal supporter of Hamas and has been instrumental in getting this deal done with Egypt and Israel and Hamas and the United States, says that about 40 Israelis are held by other groups um and so women and children are being held captive perhaps by i mean we know some are but we don't know where the other 40 are by the palest excuse me the palestinian islamic jihad so part of the problem um, that's why you see uh, is is identifying where these people are we found out a few more were we uh, were killed today But um, Secretary of State Blinken is returning to Israel on the way to other NATO meetings, trying to keep Ukraine a little bit on the agenda. Um, But he's returning to Israel and the U.S. CIA chief, Bill Burns is meeting with the Mossad chief in, in Doha um, also today, and they're all trying to see what happens next after uh, Hamas doesn't have any more hostages to release. Now, Israel has said that they will continue the campaign to rid the Gaza Strip from, by of Hamas, but uh, part of the problem is, how do you get as much aid in as has been promised? And that's, that's a challenge because there's only one border crossing open at this point. Do you think Hamas expected to get more leverage with the hostages they had? Because, I, you know, as we are seeing this trickle out, it doesn't seem like, uh, you know, the leverage that they had is, is, I mean, it was very sustained for so long, but now it's seeming less so. Yeah, uh, Shannon. Uh, part of the issue is what Israel has found um, in these in in going through northern Gaza, and now they're looking at perhaps moving to southern Gaza. Although that's where everyone, the civilians, almost two million people, have moved, um, and that's going to be even trickier. But part of the problem is trying to decide and figure out what where these uh... hamas military areas were under the hospital around the hospital where the missiles are that um, have been used to attack Israel and the command centers and what they have what they found in one of them it was it was a few days ago was a Hamas manual that said look this the idea here is to provoke Israel into this kind of a reaction um, and if this one doesn't work another one would take place so Israel is feeling very much like they have to get rid of the command centers. And you're hearing a, a lot of international um, community leaders, including the UN Secretary General, um, Shannon, say uh, that Hamas will not be capable of running Gaza after this is all over because of what they did and therefore who is going to run Gaza and the UN chief said yesterday to a group of reporters including myself is that it has to be uh the Palestinian authority which is Mahmoud Abbas as the president there in the West Bank um contentious relationship but one that Israel and the United States has been able to at least deal with more than Hamas so a lot of this it will um, depend on the aid getting in. Do they have as much leverage? Was your your question? Well, I yeah. they they have some leverage, obviously, and a lot of people feel that they will hold at least a few of the hostages till the very end. But um, uh, they certainly don't have any leverage to stop what is um, determined to be the next step by Israel, and that is making sure that command centers don't exist in, in Gaza. Now, is there any concern on the uh, behalf of the international community that these, uh, that the ceasefire, the longer it goes, that it could uh, maybe turn into another kind of surprise ambush attack and uh, that the agreed-upon uh, ceasefire may not be as mutual as uh, everyone would be hoping for? Well, you're asking the right question, Andrew. They're in the last days. Uh, both of you are asking the right questions. I mean, you know, we'll see how. It, I mean, everyone believes that you just don't know how how long this will last. But there were accusations traded early this morning um, that uh Israel and Hamas traded accusations about violations there were explosive devices that were detonated um near troops the Israeli military said in northern Gaza and that militants had a one-sided open fire and um, Hamas has, has claimed that Israel has broken the truce, but there's are small um, skirmishes, and it looks like it's holding. So uh, I don't think Israel's worried about that as much because uh, the Palestinians want their people back um and they have been getting them back, a lot of them um women and children and so um that were accused of crimes and in Israeli jails. So I, I think there is an interest in moving this forward but uh, it's very it's very delicate and part of the issue is what are we going to find out as the numbers of hostages um, increase they've released 92 um, if this goes through today and tomorrow they will have released 92 of 240 so where are the others are they dead you know Hirsch this young man who we met at the UN uh, the I mean we met his family at the UN his arm was blown off when he was taken Um uh, how what kind of medical treatment did some of them have and of course you know some of the heart I heard about you, I was hearing your heartwarming stories about the holidays before I got on and um, to the heartwarming story of this is uh, Abigail Moore Edun the four year old um, who was free just adorable young you know little girl whose parents were both killed and she was 40 days in this um, captivity, and now all of a sudden um, she doesn't even realize. I mean, all of her aunts and uncles are there, um, but that her parents are dead. And so um, all of this is just, you know, it's, it's just heart-wrenching to see. And, they, and there still is a 10-month-old baby in captivity somewhere. Yeah. And meanwhile, Israel still has that sense of vulnerability that I think uh, they had not had prior to October 7th and, and now uh, can't shake. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right. I wish we had more time. Pamela Falk, thank I you. I know, I know. We'll see. And and uh, tomorrow at the U.N., another big high-level meeting, um, actually with the Chinese uh, foreign minister at the U.N. on this topic. So everyone's, uh, every country is weighing in at this point. It's so vital. And volatile. Thank you. Appreciate yes. it. <laughs> Good point. Thank you.